check, check, one, two, one, two. You know what it is. You tune into the Av Podcast where we do two things. We give God glory and tell stories. And tonight, it's about to go down in a major way. I'm talking about epic. Because anytime you get together with another believer, especially a preacher, an evangelist, someone who's in the streets like concrete, you know it's going to be good because we're going to tell stories. We're going to give God glory. He's going to preach. I'm going to preach. He's going to teach. I'm going to teach. He's going to pray. I'm going to pray. Okay, I'm going to stop there because I ain't got that. My skills don't pay bills. But what I want to do with you guys real quick is share the scripture of the day and then play a little clip. Uh, you know, let's play the clip first. Amen. Hope you enjoy. Be blessed. So this is the thing. In order to follow Christ picture's clear. It is a call to let go of the comforts of this world, to die to yourself, and to live to lay down your life for others around you. So that's the question. Are we going to choose the comforts of this world, or are we going to choose the cross of Christ to lay down our lives to show the compassion of God? Like some of the things we're talking about here are sound hard, sound almost frightening. You might be afraid to say, I mean, to lay down your life, say, God, you lead me anywhere in the world. I'll go. But here's the good news. If you can trust Jesus to save you for all of eternity, then surely you can trust him to lead you on this earth. And not just to lead you, but to satisfy you every step of the way. Oh my God. Two scriptures come to mind. Proverbs, uh, I believe it's 3, 5, and 6. And then Matthew's, I want to say it's in the Beatitudes. It's Matthew chapter 5, verses um, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. And then the other scripture, I know it's very uh, uh, popular to use when somebody's... Um, like not listening, not paying attention, but it says, um, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and not and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths." So one of the things we have to understand is number one that we can trust God with everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, our little things, big things, because ultimately you're putting your eternal, like resting place in his hands he can trust you you can trust him sorry you can trust god and you can trust not only with him with your everydays with your life with your family with your children with your everything but know that he will also satisfy you and he can keep you and preserve you amen so two scriptures matthews chapter 5 verses um my bad <laughs> Verses 6 and Proverbs, let's go back, make sure I, I, I get this one right. Proverbs 3, I believe it is 5 and 6, amen. So we're going to get it in real quick. I'm going to call my brother in the Lord, and uh, we're going to have a good time in the Lord. So let's just get it in. Let's just get it in already, okay? St. Paul, he's in the house. Get it in. Cuckoo. Here we go, yo. My man, 100 grand. Hello. What's good, my brother? How we doing? Hey, man. What's going on, bro? How we doing? I'm doing well, man. Hey, man. Well, welcome to the Av Podcast, where we do two things. We give God glory and tell stories. And tonight, 
it's uh it's about you, it's about me, it's about Jesus. Nah, it's about amen. Jesus, amen. But uh, God, amen. go ahead and um, uh, greet everybody. Let them know who you are, where you're coming from. Just a little snippet of who you are. All right, my name is Brother Paul, a.k.a. St. Paul. I'm a Christian hip-hop artist. Uh, I've been serving God now for the past uh, five years uh, right here in the city of Moreno Valley, California. Uh, got planted and rooted in a great church, me and my wife, and I and uh, we've been there just just plowing, man. Just our hands are to the plow. We're putting in work, and uh, and that's what we're doing, man. Amen. I love that you uh, right off the bat you said I'm a Christian hip hop artist, and um one of the things that you know that I always t- tell people is like there's some people out there that that, that embrace the title, love the title, uh-huh. and there's those that say you know what I'm a rapper. I, I am a Christian, but I'm just a rapper. And I love that you, right off the bat, you know what? I'm a Christian hip-hop artist, and it is what it is. Amen. Yes, that's right, bro. I don't. I, I still don't understand their uh, mentality, yes. uh, their way of thinking in that uh, certain uh, area. But, you know, I'm just, you know what I mean? That's what I am, bro. You know what I mean? That's what, that's the gift God has given me, and I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not saying they are, but I, I for one, ain't ashamed of who I am, of who's who's in me and uh, i'm gonna let people know i'm a christian hip-hop artist and i and everything i do is to bring glory to god and just it's to encourage it's to build up and it's just to you know what i mean point others to christ amen and uh so yeah i don't know i don't know why they amen amen, amen. Hey, that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about amen. Hey, amen. man so again man i appreciate you taking your time to talk to me to just amen. you know I know I, I know I got a preacher on my hands, so like Amen. I said, you're going to preach, I'm going to preach, you're going to teach, I'm going <laughs> to Come teach. on. We're going to have Amen. a good time in the Lord. <laughs> yes, but Amen. what I want to do right now is I, I want to do, uh, I want to backtrack a little. Tell us a little okay. bit about uh, young Paul, you know, like where you grew up, how the things oh. were, family, you know, was moms, pops, sisters. Give us a little snippet about, you know, you as uh, where you grew up and just, just a little, little, a little history, uh, some history uh, about St. Paul, the young Paul. All right. The young Paul. All right. Amen. Well, the young Paul, man, sad to say, was a was a rebellious young Paul. Amen. Uh, nah. And yeah, man, I was, yeah, I was pretty so bad, you, man. You weren't named, they didn't, they, you weren't Saul before you were Paul. Oh, yeah, I was, I was yeah, I was Saul, man. I was <laughs> chief sinner, man. I was, I was bound. I was lost. Uh, but, you know, um, you know, growing up, I grew up in the city of Colton. It's a, it's a city right next to San Bernardino right here in the Inland Empire. Uh, grew up there. I uh, was born in uh, born in Bellflower, California, but my mom moved out here when I was younger, a uh, little infant, so a little baby, toddler, two years old. And so the city of Colton was pretty much all I knew. And I had my mom uh, was a single household, single parent household. My mom was there taking care of four of us. I have one sister, two brothers. Uh, I also have other brothers and sisters, but they're my half brothers and sisters. Uh, and so uh, I still love them as well. But yeah, man, just growing up. My mom, you know what I mean, uh, did the best she could, you know, with uh, no father in the home. And, and you know, growing up, seeing a lot of things, you know, being around being around a lot of things, a lot of people, uh, you know, just the, 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 that environment, being in that environment just, you know, it, it, it took its toll on me, not only mentally, but physically, but, but it, it, it showed me only one way of living, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the street life. Mm-hmm. That's alcohol. I mean, I was an alcoholic by the time I was 12 years old, man, I was drinking, uh, you know, and uh, I was... Uh, uh, a drug addict. Uh, by the time I was 15, I had my, uh, I, uh, you know, someone pregnant, you know, so I was just, I was running the muck, man. And I just, you know, I, that's where I grew up in. And, and, uh, so, you know, I mean, 
but you know, I mean, though I look back now and I see that, you know, God has, uh, uh, those, those things, uh, were part of God's plan in a mm, way, come you on, know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, I didn't know how to be a father when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't know how to be no father. Now I do, you know, so it helped me to learn a lot, but that's the environment I grew up in, man. It's just, uh, it was a loving home. Don't get me wrong, but you know, my mom, I mean, she was, you know, she did what she did and. You know, we're pretty much on welfare our whole life. So that's that's the mentality I knew. Because mm. that ghetto mindset, you know what I'm saying? Like Uncle Sam and and this is all I have. This is all you know what I mean, like this is this is a sit, you know what I mean? And and you know what I mean, walking to a church five years ago, you know what I mean, and, and I've been shown different, I've been shown otherwise, I've been shown the truth, you know, and Amen. I'm thankful for that. And uh so yeah, that's how I grew up, man. Just uh Wow, right you're, there in this small our, city. Our stories kind of sound the same, man. I grew up in a one, uh, but it ain't about me. But it's uh, we have a generation. How old are you, brother? I'm 38. Oh, cool. I'm 40. So we have there's right. a generation out there that I can honestly say from if you're probably 37, 38 to maybe mid 40s, where a lot of us were raised by women. You yes. Know, mine, it's dude. It's like. Our stories, they're duplicate, man. Um, yes. Number one, um, I did grow up in a. Uh, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was AFDC before I was EBT. Amen. Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah. First in the fifteenth, food stamps, uh, yeah. WIC. Uh, never, you know, no new clothes on the first day of school. No. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Like you said, my mom did the best she could with what she had. Yes, and, uh, that's right. So what? Um, what do you? Uh, you know, at, at growing up in a in a in a one. Um, Parent home with the uh, were you the oldest of the of the siblings? Uh, actually, I'm the youngest. Oh, you the I'm baby the of the bunch. So, I'm the, I'm the runt, man. I'm the runt. So you know what I mean. My brother got the good looks. My sister got the good looks, and I'm just I'm just the ruddy one, man. I'm just you know I'm just. <laughs> I, I, but <laughs> I, mean, I always tell everybody, my mom she named me David, and then like Savannah, Sade, and Destiny, they all got all these okay. exotic names. But anyways, <laughs> come on. But uh, Amen. you know there is a um there, like I said there's a group of men. They were raised by women, and um, tell us a little bit how 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 was how was it? Uh, what you feel like? You, I love what you said. It's pretty much you're saying, yeah, I went through some things. I had it hard. Yeah. I had it rough, but I thank God because it was part of His plan. And I think that yes. as the only, I think that as a Christian, that's the only, that Christians are the only way that only people that look at stuff like that. Yes, like as Christians, yes. we we look at. That trial as, ooh, like, that made me, yeah. you know, we, we embrace the trial because yes. we know that it's all for our, our good and God's glory. Yes. And so what are some of the lessons that you felt you learned um, being raised in a one family, um, a one parent family and just your environment? What What are some things that you feel like, man, that they've made you a, 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 the man you are today? Uh, you know, just uh, just love, this 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 the importance of love mm. in the family. Uh, you know, just uh, being there for my children. You know, what I'm saying having a father. I didn't know how to be a father. Yes. I, like I said, I uh, 15 years old, I became a father. Uh, really, it was a child having a child. You know, Ooh, I, I didn't know on. how to be a father, and so that's one of the things I learned. You know, just looking back, it's like okay, I messed up. I know I did wrong because I was still in a, in, a, in a, you know, in a teenage mindset and uh, I wasn't there for my kids or for my, for my ex-wife at the time, you know, my wife at the time. And so, uh, you know, that's what I learned just to, now I look back at that and now my, my new family now, I know how to love now. I know how to be the proper husband, the proper father 
that I need to be. And, and you know, but also just getting me out of that mindset of, oh, this is all I have. Like you said, you know what I mean? EBT, bro. We go, we knew, we go back to food stamps when it was, when it was paper money. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Come like, on. In the book. Yeah, it wasn't a card or anything in like that. Book. Yeah, they came and did the booklets. You know what I'm saying? You so, better learn how to rip them right, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> come on. Come on. That's right. So, you know, uh, and so that was kind of the mentality that we had, yeah, that I had yeah. growing up. You know, it was just, this is all, this is it. This is all God has for me or whether I believed in God at that time or not. This, this is, this is all this to my life. So as I grew up, I got a little bit older. I started to abuse that. You know, I'm, I'm a grown man. I have two feet, two legs. I should be out working, but yet I'm, 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 I'm relying on Uncle Sam, you know? And so, uh, like I said, like, not that that's anything wrong. I, you know what I mean? Like, I understand people need help, but me personally, I didn't need the help. I was just abusing it. It was going towards my alcohol. It was going towards my drug addict, my drug addiction. So uh, I think just being in that environment, we were kind of raised like that. So yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh, this is all I know. But when you when you when you when God when God steps on the scene, mm, bro, come on. when when God comes in, man, he, he, you know what I mean? He, he he wants us to stop living that lie because that yeah. ultimately that's a lie. All these tattoos I got on me are lies, man. It was a life that I was trying to I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It was oh I got this city on me or or this this area code on me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even own that city. I don't own that area code. But yeah, I want to put it on me. And it was it was just a lie. And mm. but that's all I seen. You know what I mean? But so. When God steps on the scene, man, he, he just transformed me. I love God. I mean, I just love what God does, man. He changes, he changes the hearts of men, man. He changed my heart, yes, and yes. he's still changing it. I still ain't, I still am not where I, I want to be at, but I thank God I'm not where I used to be. And mm-hmm. I always tell people that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's so true. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I'm just thankful that I'm, now I'm learning. I'm looking back and I'm learning, okay, I can't do that as a father. Nope, I can't do that. I can't go there. That's going to mess me up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just looking back and looking at all the mistakes and all the and all the wrong places I went that might have caused me to fall or caused me just to, you know, just to bail out of my family and whatever yeah. the case or Amen. and so things like that, you know. So, um, Amen. Yeah, I think one of the things about uh, um, growing up the way some of us grew up is that we were we 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 take on an identity that's not doesn't belong to us. We yes. take on a mindset that doesn't belong to us. We take on a perspective, and then yes. when we get saved. We get identity. Tell yes, us a little amen. bit about how important it is to get identity from Christ. how to get how to get that identity in Christ and 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 how your your true identity comes in knowing Christ. Amen. Well, you know it's it's important because that's when you think about your identity and, and you know identity as far as you know who you are in Christ. Number one, you know I mean we are more than conquerors. Amen. Ooh, Christ has opened on. up a way for us to be victorious. Mm. To be to be conquerors, we don't have to live in defeat no more. But also, just being who God created. Like, if we think about it, uh, uh, you know, there's no one else like you, like me, or on a place on a, on, on the planet of this earth. There's no one else like us. God created us, created us uniquely. He created us with a purpose and a plan. And, and, and that's what's so special about it is that God has something great for everyone. That, that is your identity what you were made for, what he created you for. That's a promise in his word. Amen. Uh, you know, that, that uh, he has pr- plans to prosper us and not to harm us, but to give us a future and expected end. That's a promise that we can hold, that we can stand on every day. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just, it's just like, wow. So our being, it's important to have our identity because now we know what we can go after. Now we know where God wants us out in our battlefield. What, I mean, what, what part of the body we're going to be, we're going to be used in, uh, you know what I'm saying? How, how we're going to be using our gifts or whatever, whatever it may be. And, uh, uh. I think it's important because souls are at stake. Ooh. You know, we're we're called to reach souls, and 
our identity and who God has created us to be is going to cause us, amen, to run into those people who God has, 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 has uh, how do you call it, has uh, set up that appointed time for us to run into, you know what I'm saying, and, and to give, give, the, give the love of Christ to them. And that's very important on the, in that aspect because, you know, that's why we do this. You know what I'm saying? We do this and represent Christ and to point others to Christ. And, oh, and you know, and it's Christ who saves ultimately, but, you know, we're the vessels. Amen. We're the donkey. I mean, like my pastor likes uh-huh. to say, we're, the, we're that donkey, you know what I'm saying, that Come gets on. to carry the Savior, man. And it's just it's just an honor and privilege. Amen. And uh, it's very important, man. And I think uh, this prayer, man, this that relationship, being strong. You know what yeah. I mean? That I believe. I believe today uh, relationship and discipleship is needed let's, in, let, a, as men. Let's 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 talk a little bit about uh, you know because a lot of times we're living in a in in a, in a world where identity is whatever you want it to be. People don't yes. know if they want to be boys or girls. <laughs> Come People on. don't know what, they don't know if they want to be with men or women. Uh, I heard somebody the other day that says that uh, oh uh, that guy said he's not a gender. I said what. <laughs> what, what is he? Oh, man. What don't is get, he? Don't get me, st- don't get me started, hey, bro. Hey, I gonna, said, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> you're going to get flagged, bro. You're going to get hey. flagged if we go down that route, bro. Okay, so what I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, what, what what does he got down there? And then it, that, that okay, okay, maybe not even that nowadays. What was he yeah. born? And so identity yeah. is very important. Um, we have a generation, uh, you know, growing up the way we grew up, our identity was be hard, be gangster, yes, be, yes. Be, be macho, you know, Ma- yes, that's you know, right. You know, you never show no girl, no love. You, you yep. don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. We're all jacked come on, up. That's right. We come to Christ, oh, yeah. we get identity. So let's jump to the next one. Um, how important is it that people don't skip the Timothy process, which means oh, man. everybody should be a Timothy and eventually you become a Paul. I no, I come to right. find out in the in the little time that I've been with the Lord, um, a lot of people skip the Timothy process. How important mm-hmm. it, it is for someone that's probably listening that says, "I just started going to church. I just gave my life to the Lord. I found a good church. What is my next step?" Next step is being humble. Oh, uh, snaps. Uh, you know, I'm out. Uh, in my, come on, being humble <laughs> because. Like you said, we were, we grew up in the, I mean, you hit it right on, bro. We grew up in a, we grew up as macho, as yes. no one telling him what to do, as not shedding a tear, as not showing love. Uh, 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 if you show love, you're weak. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, the, uh, the streets are going to eat you up. You know, if you go on the street, bro, you know what I'm saying? You show, you show any kind of, any kind of softness or weakness, bro. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know I mean, you're just, you're going to, you're marked. They're going to, they're going to punk you. They're going to do, you know what I mean? Uh, that's how it is in prison, man. I, I've been to prison, unfortunately, a few times in my life and, now that's what they do. They prey on the weak ones. Yeah. And, and so you know, so that's so that's the mindset. You know, that's oh, I gotta be hard. But when we're humble, bro, when we're humble, we're able to learn. Mm. You know, we're able to be taught Yikes. the things uh, of God in a way where you know what I'm saying where it's gonna it's gonna mold us and shape us. And it's gonna cause us to be those arrows that God has called us to be to hit that mark. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I love the discipleship that I'm in. I'm still in it. I'm still not done. I'm thankful for my pastor, man. He, he he's an awesome man of God, and I, 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 he's he's the most excellent in my eyes. You know what I mean, he, well, give a he, shout he out to your pastor. Give a shout out to your pastor. Yeah, Pastor church. Arnold Espinosa and Josie Espinosa, Praise Chapel, Marino Valley. Uh, shout out to them. I love them. Love you guys. Me and my family love you guys. We wow. appreciate you. And uh, and you know, and it's funny, bro. Uh, you know, because you gotta understand, like I came from a different church, right? Where a different part, uh, 
where I didn't get that discipleship and see what happens is when you don't have discipleship, discipleship keeps us humble and it keeps us accountable. Mm, you know what I'm saying? My pastor don't let, don't let me slide, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll let me know what's up. You know, this last week, he, he, he had to let me know what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Amen. you know what I mean? He had to call me, hey, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this, and that. And, and, before, and, and see, when I came to this church, I was like, oh, who does he think he is? He mm. can't talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I didn't realize that I was being disciple. You know what I mean? Like, I agreed to be disciple. So you're agreeing to submit under the man of God. Mm, you know what I'm saying? On. So, hey, and, and you got to understand, like you said, Paul, he was built. God, Jesus built him. God built him to mentor uh, Timothy. Mm. My uh, pastors are built. God has prepared them. My pastor, he, he went through a home. I mean, he's in a million. I mean, he's, he, has a, he has a pastor where God, he has testimony from his past that God has placed him where he's at to deal with men like me who didn't want to humble myself. And I think it's so very important because you start to see what's being taught to you played out. I mean, it just Amen. happened. It's crazy, bro. I didn't believe it. And Amen. I just want to say this real quick, a quick revelation. I and mean, this is the, this what I can give people out there. Give it. I remember come, I was going, we coming, to, coming to church. I got out of prison. Uh, my, mom, my wife was already going to church. I, I ended up going with her. Got saved, amen, five years ago, praise God. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, I was going to church and my pastor was on me, bro. And I was like, I remember coming home right here. I'm standing right here. I was yelling, who is he thinking? I'm yelling. I'm walking around. Oh, man, my wife's trying to calm me down. I'm like, he can't be telling me that. He doesn't. I'm, I'm talking about my pastor now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how come he's telling me that? Bob, he, he can't be preaching like that. Or he can't say that, Bob. I'm saying all these things, right? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm at a point where it's either I'm at a crossroad in my life. Like, okay, am I going to go back to Egypt? Am I going to go back to the world or am I going to follow Christ, man? Am I going to determine in my heart like Joshua, man, it's for me and my household, you know, we're going to serve the Lord. And what happened was I said, God, you need to speak to I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to demand God, but I said, God, you need to speak to me. I said, you need to speak to me and let me know if this is the church I need to be in. You know what I'm saying? And I, I go, I need to know right now, God, because I want to give up. You know, I want to give up. I want to go back to my old lifestyle. And, and you know, and that's that rebellious spirit that uh, rising up in me again. And he, he brought me to the book of Acts and talks about how Peter and uh, uh, and one of the other disciples was walking. Amen. And, and, and they were walking. And as they were walking, they seen a lame man you know, who couldn't walk. And he was sitting there begging. He was begging for his whole life, you know, uh, uh, begging uh, uh, for money right there at the gate. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, the money represents, see, what the, what the world gave him. It couldn't cure him. Ooh, See, the world, you know what I'm saying? Those coins, everything the world was giving him, it still couldn't satisfy. It couldn't get him on his feet. Yes. He, he was still lame. He was still uh, not a man. He still couldn't get up and be a husband and be a father. You know, he was lame. He, he was pretty much useless, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and God sent me to that scripture, and he said, and he said, look, you've been, the world's been giving you. You've been searching for the answers. You've been searching, you know what I mean, for how to be a man, how to be a husband. And, and you know what? And the world has failed you. Mm, and he goes, no, this man right here, he goes, this man right here, my pastor and brother Roger, the assistant pastor, shout out to him as well. He's been a great, him and his wife has been greatly, uh, 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 has been a great to my, me and my wife as well. My family helped us out a lot. They still do. And he said, these two men are going to get you on your feet. And what did Peter say? Money or gold or silver I do not have, but what mm. I have, I give you in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And see, that's what men of God do to other men of God. When you humble yourself, they get you on your feet, bro. Man. They get you where you need to be. They point you where they need to be. And that's what God, and I, and I, that's all that, and I mean, I'm not going to swear, but that's, I, I kid you <laughs> not, I was, I was yelling, and I, and I yeah. sat down, calmed down, read the Bible, and boom. It was, I mean, I opened it up right there, and I read it. It was, uh, I was like, I couldn't believe it, bro. I was like, man, I still had to repent. I went back to church, the, uh, the following service, and I went up to my pastor, Gave him a hug and apologized for, you know, I mean, the way I acted and, uh, you know, and 
And that was that. And I've been there ever since. And it's been a blessing ever since. But discipleship is so important, bro, because when you're not taught the right way, bro, souls are hurt. Ooh. People got to understand it's more than us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't one. just get up. I can't just get up and leave my youth ministry to go do something else. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, you know, you create, you create, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's souls at stake. And souls, man, um, sometimes we're the only Christ that people see. Oh, and if we burn them, one. if we do them wrong, if we're not taught right how to handle a certain situation, if our relationship with God ain't tight, we can hurt them and they can never turn back to Christ. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They can, they can just say they, we, we could have gave them a false a false representation of who Christ really is because we didn't want to humble ourselves before the man of God, the woman of God for the ladies and, and you know, and, and be taught. And, and that's what these men are here for. They've been, they've been through the fire to teach men like me who, who didn't want to humble myself. Uh, you know, just like Haman, bro. I mean, Elisha and Elijah, you know what I'm saying? Eli, Samuel, I mean, Saul, uh, 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 and Eli, uh, Samuel. So, you know, it's just, I mean, like you said, Paul and Timothy, man, it's very important. And I wish, my prayer is that, you know what I mean, whoever's listening, man, humble yourself, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you need, man, uh, 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 you know, whatever direction I, I, I said, I guess I could say whatever direction you need, whatever it is you need in your life, man, just humble yourself. And because I tell you what, you, if you can't hear, if you can't humble yourself and submit to the man of God, you'll never be able to hear God or submit to mm. him. No, Samuel, you know what I mean? Eli, Samuel's perfect example, man. Uh, uh, Samuel was hearing his, 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 you know what I mean? His, uh, his spiritual father's voice, but really God called was really God calling him. Yeah. But you know, he 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 grew, he served in the church. His mom dedicated him, and uh, you know, we won't get into that. But Amen. you know, so so I think it's very important, man. I think that's I think if a lot of us, a lot of men, would just humble themselves and be prepared and ready, uh, you know, for battle. You know, what I mean, they they go a longer way with God, and uh, and God will use them a lot more, Amen. more greater. And uh, Amen. As Amen. you're talking, two things come to mind. Number one is I always tell people like. You getting disciple? Oh yes, man. I'm getting disciple, man. I'm I'm, I'm chilling with so and so, and we we do we doing all this and hanging out. I said, look at fellowship versus discipleship. Uh -huh. Some people think they're being discipled, and they just having hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> come on, come on. I told them one of the things that you how you you said it yourself. How you can tell you're being discipled is when someone's getting in your life, and when and and I tell people like the 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 I believe discipleship is a lifetime thing that amen, you're constantly amen. being discipled god is bringing oh, different yes. men different seasons ultimately you have your pastor you know for some of us that have been to different churches uh i got discipled uh, uh, uh in the beginning through the men's home so okay amen. that was my original and so i amen. tell people like don't get it twisted just because you're having food with somebody doesn't mean you're being discipled are they pouring into you are they praying with you are they dealing with you are they are they being a little nosy come on amen one That's of the right. things that you uh, you struck a chord in, and um, how important do you feel in your life that um, bearing each other's burdens, you know, because I'll, I'll, I'll say this, in the men's ministry, we all get together, we have fun, we joke, and we, we you know, we have, we have a good time. But I come to find out that there's not a lot of men in the body who are actually taking advantage of each other in a good way. Like, guys are falling left and right. No one's trusting each A lot of people don't trust each other. They don't want to bear each other's burdens. They want to lift each other up. You know, like, what can we do as men of God better in the area of ironing sharpened iron? So one man sharpens another. What can we do better? Because I think that there's men out there that are doing a wonderful job. And there's Amen. men out there that, that maybe... 
I don't know, uh, don't know how to go about, you know, getting, you know, like guys don't want to ask for prayer sometimes. Guys don't want to open yes. up sometimes. And I know a lot of it, it could be pride. It could be the, uh -huh. the hurt. I mean, uh -huh. so how can we as men do better in that area? I feel, uh, uh, man, I, so it's kind of like, it depends. I mean, I, I don't know if it depends on the situation. Like you said, I mean, some, some men might've been hurt before and they, there's hard for them to trust somebody. Uh, some men, it might just be too prideful. Like that's how I was. You know, I didn't want to ask, I don't want to ask for help. You know, I still struggle with that. Like letting my pastor know, but you know, um, I think it goes back to discipleship, right? I think it's, it's just going back to being taught. Like, Hey, look, we are to love. We are to go the extra mile. Mm, we got to look beyond the mistakes. I think so many t sometimes we, we look at the mistake of somebody and say, Oh, he's not worth it. Mm. Oh no, he messed up. No, no, no. We got to go, but you got to look beyond the mistake, man, because God was patient with us. Oh, you know what I'm saying? If God was patient with me, you know what I'm saying? Then he, we can be patient with other people. And I think just getting more involved, you know, in fellowship and, uh, but and that fellowship where the gospel is being taught and preached, uh, um, the, the eating and the drinking, that's all fine and dandy, but it, we have to start getting, we have to start getting spiritual minded, you know? Mm. So we have to start, we start getting into the things of God. So that way God can change the old ways. And sometimes it's, that's what it is. It's like God, we're not allowing God to change us because we're not, we're not seeking him. We're not coming together, you know what I mean, as, as a men Bible study or starting something up like that, you know. And uh, one thing we do at our church and, uh, you know, we, 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 we eat, but after we're done eating, bro, we'll sit for like two hours and just talk to our pastor. We'll pick his brain. If you have a pastor, pick his brain, man. Just be that sponge. Know when it's your time to speak and know when it's not. But be a sponge whenever you're around a man of God who's, who's been through the fire, who's been refined. Man, soak up everything you see or hear, hear them do as long as, you know what I mean, they're bearing fruit worthy um, uh, 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 to be, be pastors, whatever the case may be. And, you know, we, we, we talk. You know what I'm saying? We just talk amongst men. And it's, I believe, like, man, it's hard for us. You know what I mean? It's hard for us to humble ourselves. Like, you know, because, you know what I mean? We, we sometimes we feel like, oh, they should be rolling out the red carpet for me. Because like, that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, why am I pastor calling me? It's like, no, no, no. He was, he, that's exactly what he was teaching me. Like you're saying right now, he, he was teaching me that I need, to, I need to step out of my comfort zone. I need to humble myself, and I need to call him and ask him for the help. You know what I'm saying? Because he can't read my mind. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? He don't know on. what's going on with me. So, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's what it is. I just, just being humble, man. And uh, uh, You know what I mean? And as we're humble, man, God starts to move. When God starts to teach us, we're able to be taught. We're teachable. And uh, just, just you know I mean, doing things like that, I think. You know what I mean? Just... Uh, because everything else is cool, man. Like you said, I mean, like they call fellowship discipleship, and that's not. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's definitely. not discipleship, man. Discipleship, me, I mean, well, boy, me and my pastor does it. He, it's one on one. We're in, we're in his office, and it's a locked door. It's like an hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're just we're in the Word of God, or he's or he's dealing with me for something I did, or you know whatever the case may be. And and he doesn't look to do that, but you know I appreciate that because the ministry I was in before they didn't do that. They just they just catered me. They just they they taught me they they taught me how to be a baby, bro. I was ba big old baby Huey. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, had, I had the diaper on, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm 30-something years old. I had they the diaper know. on. and I, You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think it is. People, they want to be babies. Really? Yeah. No, nah, man. We need, we're going we're gonna to preach that gospel that just, that just challenges our hearts, man. That just Because yeah. that's what the gospel does, man. It, 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 just, it, just, it just convicts us, man. It shows us our, our mistakes, but it also shows us how to correct our mistakes. And it shows us the love of God that he has for us, that he's willing to wait for us. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy. But, Amen. you know, that's... Amen. I think that a lot of times uh, we don't. Uh, I tell people, you know, if you're if you're in a church and God's put men around you, it's up to you not only to open, be open, but it's also op it's also your job to go kind of after people. Like I tell people, 
Hey, do, hey, brother David, I was going to text you the other day, but you didn't. I, 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 I was going to call you because I think that, you know, like, I, I, I'm not saying this to brag, but I've been 20 years in the Lord. Praise God. Amen. And uh, I tell people, I still need to be encouraged. I Mom, still amen. need to be prayed for. I still need to be rebuked. And, if you, and the minute I think that I've arrived, just talk to my wife, then you know I haven't. Oh, come you know on, I mean? amen. That's right. And so I tell yeah. people like we need each other more than ever because of the on, because of the wiles of the enemy, because of the flesh, amen. because of our past. You know, come we on. need one another. We need to pray for one another and love one another. And like amen. you said, someone told me the other day, it was crazy. Like, man, do we give up on each other so easy, dude? Come on, amen. And um, because amen. we're not looking at each other through the eyes of God, we're not asking come God, on. show me. What you see, because I don't see, I, I don't see this Come guy on. worth it. This guy's a Come lame. On. He's this. He's that. I can't That's stand right. this dude. And then God, but but Lord, show me what you see, because I don't see nothing. Come on, amen. You know what I mean? Amen. <laughs> no, that's true, man. But uh, we're going to, let's talk a little bit about, uh, we want to uh, talk a little bit about family, and we want to talk a little amen. bit about um, children. Talk to us a little bit about uh, your wife, how long you've been married with her, how long you've been together. Maybe uh, what I like to do is what I did with my last uh, interview, or my I call it God combos, is amen. let's brag a little bit about the wifey. Let's make some of the other hubbies jealous. Like, come on, what's, what do you love about your wifey? Tell us a little bit about her, her name, if you want, and um, right. how long you've been married. It just let's highlight the wifey. Let's let's show uh, how much we appreciate our wives. Because good God, amen. Yes, praise you God. Left us a long time ago. <laughs> come on. Amen, bro. Like my wife, man, I was in prison. My wife waited for me. So I'm just like, aye, thank aye. God. You know You're doing good. But, uh, amen. So, you know, uh, no, I just thank God for my wife, man. She's just a, a, a loving wife. You know, she's a, a beautiful person inside and out. And uh, it's just great to see uh, what God has done in her life, man, uh, from, from both of our lives. And I'm just thankful for her, man, because she's just, she's selfless, man. Sometimes she convicts me, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to lay down my life. I'm supposed to show that agape love, that, that sacrificial love for her. And sometimes she outdoes me. And, mm. and she just has a love, man, that, that you know what I mean? She never wants to be, the times, like, you know what I mean? She, does, she, she doesn't want to be angry. I want to be, sometimes I want to be angry. No, I need to, I still, I still need to be mad about this. I can't let it go that fast. Come on. She just, she just come downstairs, oh, start cooking for me. I'm just like, oh, that's how they get like, us, bro. Give me that. How come the food <laughs> tastes better when, they, when we're, we're, they're mad at us? <laughs> Come on, amen. Every, hey, you know what I'm saying? Every bite I'm praying, Lord. Hopefully she didn't put no pine saw on this. <laughs> Come on. No pine saw on it. Uh. Come on. <laughs> amen. Yeah, so we have uh, five beautiful children. Uh, we have three girls and two boys. My God. Uh, and uh, I have I have four other kids from, uh, like I said, I started off young, bro. Man, you got and, your own youth group. <laughs> yeah, I got my own youth group. I got my own football team, basketball, everything. But uh, Yo, mariachi her, squad. Yeah, have, Come on. Yeah, and I just love that she, she loves my other children like her own as well, man. There's no... Uh, there's no hate towards them, you know what I mean? Uh, there's no uh, uh, any kind of wrong, uh, you know, any, any heart towards my other children. She treats them like their own. She talks to them. She has a relationship with them. She takes my girls out to get their nails done. Oh, wow, uh, she cooks for them. You know, she, she's just a loving person, man. I just appreciate her so much. And throughout this whole process, like I said, she stuck, she stuck with me, amen. And, that, and I, I believe that's because we have a great, uh, we have a great uh, church behind us, amen, during that time when I was having a little state vacation. But... I just love my wife, man. I just appreciate her and uh, thankful to God for her, man. She's just, you know I mean, she cooks great. You know what I'm saying? Like, Come on. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we're both going to school right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, she's trying to get her uh, high school diploma. I'm going to school to be a, a drug and alcohol counselor. Amen, and I believe amen. that's where God has called me to be. Amen. Uh, you know, so, yeah, that's what we're doing, man. We're just, we're, like, we're just serving God, man. She's, 
trying to do the best we can, man. We we make mistakes, we fail, but we learn from them and we get back up and we we keep on keep on pressing, man. And how long you guys been together, man? We've been together going on thirteen uh, thirteen years. We were married uh, seven seven years. So how did you uh, how did you convince her to marry you? Oh, man. <laughs> how did you convince I, I, her to get with you? <laughs> I just see we just met, man. We just met one time and. Uh, uh, my buddy of mine was seeing her sister, and we met like that, you know what I mean, the, things like that. And we uh, started dating for a while, and we split up and then got back together like a few years later. And, uh, you know, and then uh, we just started uh, – just we just, you know what I mean? Uh, like I said, I, mean, I, I was in and out of prison. She was always there when I got out. I mean, I started living with her up in Victorville, you know what I'm saying? And, this, and just from there, we just – we started living together. And then one day I was going to church, and the pastor was, like, pressing me, bro, like, hey, you need to get married, man. You need to get married. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, you're right. I do. I do need to get married. You know what I mean? After having a previous marriage, I really didn't want to get married again. But then again, I'm, I was, you know what I mean? It's sin. You know what I mean? Ford and Caden. So, you know, so, you know, I just felt like it was the right time, I guess, you know. And thank God it was because she said yes. So, so you know what I mean? But, amen. 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 So let's, let's talk a little bit about ministry. Uh, we kind of touched on a little bit on the pre-call. Um Share a little bit about what you're doing, either with your wife together, like ministry-wise. Uh, what do you guys? What are you involved in in the church? You know, what do you do? Uh, what do you do within the ministry at, at Praise Chapel Reno Valley? Before you get started, I want to share one more thing with you. Um, when I was in sixth grade, my mom married a guy. Amen. And amen. Um, we moved from Norwalk, where I grew up, to Paris, California. Oh, okay. And down the street from our house was a Praise Chapel. And okay. that was back in probably, I don't know, I was in sixth grade. I might have might have been the early nineties, and I oh, believe okay. his name was last name was Pimentel. Yeah, Joe Pimentel. And uh, Pastor Joe Pimentel. It was a it was a small little storefront church. So, so yeah, it's crazy how like our stories are like really really similar. It's kind of cool. But uh, come on, go ahead and um, I've been to like forty five churches. I had thirty five pastors. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> deacons, elders, reverends. Bishops, but um, bishops, reverence. <laughs> I had I told people, man, I have more pastors. I've I've been to I've had more pastors than I did groomsmen in my wedding. Amen. Oh come on. But uh, amen. Go ahead and talk to us a little bit about ministry and what you're doing in the ministry and um, what God's been uh, how God's been using you to impact not only the church but your community in, in that ministry. Okay, well, my wife and I we serve in our church. Uh, I'm an usher. Uh, uh, she's a, a usher, at, you know. She's a greeter. She's a nursery worker, and um, and uh, in the beginning, uh, uh, we 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 were both doing the youth. We're helping out as the assistants there in the youth uh, at our church. But uh, uh, we have uh, younger kids, so on Monday nights it's harder for her to come now. Monday nights, so she had to stop going to that Monday nights. But I I keep on going. So she serves just you know what I mean she's being discipled as well but we, we serve in uh we serve our church we serve to please god we serve god in our church uh like i said you know, i still vacuum every every service probably wednesday friday sunday me and her we're cleaning uh, as well as other people in the church so we're, we're serving like that we're doing it all for the glory of god but also you know we're, we're reaping the benefits of just you know what i mean uh, uh being able to be a part of a church where uh god is using us to impact lives and and where he's using me specifically uh, obviously through my music but also through uh through uh, the youth. Uh, so we have a program there, our church right there, um, Praise Chapel, uh, has been going strong with the uh, youth department here and uh, our probation youth department here in the city of Marina Valley for about 15 years strong. We've been, uh, they've been there, our pastors and uh, leaders been there. I've been, like I said, I've been there five years. 
And we're just, I mean, we're ministering to the youth, man. We're, we're reaching out to the youth. These are all troubled youth. As I say troubled because they're all on probation. They either come in with substance abuse, counseling, or community service, or anger management, or uh, uh, whatever the case may be. They come in and they get, we offer them community service, and we offer them counseling. And what we do is the counseling is the word of God. Ooh, so, on. yeah, so we give them the word of God, and we, they come in and their families know, hey, this is a faith-based church. We got these rules set up certain things you can and cannot do, but your counseling is going to be God's word. And at the end of the service, at the end of, at the end of the Monday night services, uh, they're, they have to uh, provide uh, uh, brother Roger there with two things they learned. So that way they're not just coming in and acting like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to come in and kick back. No, you want credit. You want your two hours credit of uh, counseling. you got to give us two things that they learned from the message and that'll be their counseling. And uh, you know, but uh, before that, for the first hour, we we're there for two hours, six thirty, eight thirty. but the first hour, it's uh, you know we have games we have a pool table we have uh, board games we play dominoes we I mean we 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 uh, we interact with them we communicate with them we talk to them you know what I'm saying we just don't give them the God's we just don't give them God's truth we also give them God's love as well we spend time with them we play with them we throw the football around Amen. you know what I mean and then after that you know what I'm saying we'll we'll get to the word and get serious and uh, we'll break them off man we, we we speak to them on their level you know what I'm saying we don't sugarcoat the truth uh, you know we let them know that hell's a real place but also so is heaven and that you got a lover of your soul. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a, someone who hates your soul and someone who loves your soul and a choice that, you know, I mean, the choice is up to you to make, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to give these youth. We're trying to minister into their hearts. We're trying to plant that seed. We're trying to let them know that, hey, look, man, the, the facades and everything, the broad road that you are on, everything that you have to face in this world about being popular, being accepted, you don't have to, you don't have to go down that route. You know what I'm saying? You have a choice. There's a choice. You could either, you know what I'm saying? Go down that right route. I'm sorry. Go down that route and hurt yourself. Or, man, you can give God a chance with your situation and with your life and allow him to work in you. I mean, allow him to show you how much he loves you and how mm, uh, that he has a plan for your life. And it's just man. an honor and privilege to do that, bro. I mean, it's just it's a great opportunity, you know, just to share the love of Christ, to grow, to learn how to, to, to talk with people. I mean, I'm, they're teaching me things, you know, what I'm saying that. Uh, so, you know, what I'm saying that and that's what I, that's what we do with ministry wise there at Praise Chapel. Apart from just going to church and we outreach on Saturdays to the community. We don't forget where we come from. You know, and things like that. So we're Amen. still we're very active here, man. So. On the on the week on, on the weekly program um, that you offer to the youth, uh, is it for men? I mean, for boys or girls, or for just uh, boys, a young man? Oh yes, it's, it's yeah, it's youth. It's men and women. Uh, we have a. Uh, uh, Go ahead and give assist- us a shout out uh, where they can contact you, the the address, the times, because I'm really like loving what you're doing, man. And I oh, know yeah, what God, youth man. ministry. Um, is uh, is no joke, man. It's like yes. sometimes you don't see the fruit for a while. Come you on. know, sometimes you uh, like you know, not to say too much about myself, but doing youth ministry, I, I learned that fruit comes late. Two is sometimes you get some and sometimes you don't. And uh, but, but yeah, but give us the, all the information needed for someone who maybe has a young person, a nephew, a niece, a a, a child that. It's in your area that might need to uh, to go and um, be part of that program, man. All right. Yeah, so we got the Youth Gang Center every Monday night at 6.30 uh, p.m. in the city of Moreno Valley, California. The address is uh, 14340 Ellsworth Street, Suite 110, Moreno Valley, California, 92553. We're there every Monday, bro. Uh, apart, from the, apart from the big holidays, we're not there. You know what I mean? Like Christmas or whatever day maybe. Yeah. Uh but we're there every Monday, man, just putting in work, just 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 
just you know me ministering to these youth man and you can reach us there man amen um also um church services they can attend uh, to as well okay sir yeah so we have sunday morning services at 10 30 a.m we also have uh wednesday night services at 7 30 p.m and we have friday night services at 7 30 p.m so you know i mean we got we got you covered man if you got you work on wednesday but you can't make it you know what I mean, you can't make it Wednesday, hey, come on out on Friday. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't make it Friday, come on out on Wednesday. And, uh, you know, and so, yeah, those are the dates and the times. And, man, um, earlier, we'll uh, we were, as we were talking in the pre-call about uh, this program you guys have, um, what are some of the um, the things, uh, what are some, uh, you know what? There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of youth leaders out there that I talk to, a few here and there. And a lot okay. of times uh, youth, youth leaders, youth pastors, regardless if they're educated from seminary or not, they pretty much, they all go through the same things. What are some encouragement you can give to a youth leader out there that might be not struggling with sin, but struggling with seeing uh, growth, seeing uh, this, like, because you got some group, youth groups, man, that they're popping every week, 50, 100 kids, and you can't even bust 10. Come on. <laughs> what can you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if for me, nah, back in you, the man. days, dude, if if 25 showed up, I was, I, I made it. I was like, mama, Come I made on. it. And then sometimes on, four would show up, and I'm like, I brought three of them with me. Damn. <laughs> so what's, a, what's some amen. encouragement you could give to some youth leaders out there that, that might be just struggling with the ministry? Not so much there's with them as a person, but some encouragement you can give them, maybe a story, an experience that just can encourage them. You know what? Continue to fight the good fight. Continue to plow. Continue to toil. God is with you. What What can you say to them? Um, I can say is this: don't give up, man. Keep your eyes, keep your heart focused on Christ, man. And just remember why we do it. We do it to please God. We do it because we love God. And because we love God and God loves us, we love others. Mm, and, uh, you know, Galatians 6, 9, man, one of my favorite favorite scriptures, man, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Mm. If we do not give up. My encouragement is do not give up. You keep on going and understand that if it's just one soul that you reach, hey, that's one more soul in heaven and not in hell. And it's mm. worth it. And it's worth it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, just, just continue just to keep your relationship strong. You know what I mean? As long as your relationship is strong with God, man, your prayer life, you're, you're doing what you need to do, you're remaining faithful, man, God's going to encourage you. And there's going to be seasons and times where it feels dry, where it feels like, you know what I mean, what's going on, God? But, I mean, that happened to us last year, you know, it actually came up like our pastor was asking us, hey, we haven't had some new signups. So I'm thinking about, you know, he was asking Brother Roger and myself, you know, uh, talking with us, what do you think about, you know what I mean, having made just a, a, a home Bible study on the Monday nights? And then, you know, brother, brother Roger was like, you know, he's like, you know, well, you know, I, I think let's, let's just keep on going. You know, he told Pastor, I feel like we should keep on going. And sure enough, man, sure enough, you know what I mean? Uh, we prayed about it, you know what I mean? We kept on going and boom, here comes another wave or another 12 more youth signing up. You know what I mean? So now we got anywhere from uh, 15 to 12 youth uh, uh, showing up every Monday night. And even some of them come on the service nights because we offer them services on the service nights as well. And some of them are coming on those nights consistently. So it's like, man, man, so if we don't give up, man, the harvest is coming, man. The harvest is coming. God's spirit is going to be poured out in the last days. And, and, and you know, and, and and your youth group is part of it. So we cannot give up. Uh, we got to just keep on going, man. We got to keep on just uh, keeping our hands to the plow, man. And just mm-hmm. understand and know that souls, souls, as long as you've done all, I guess I can say, as long as you've done all that you can do. You know what I'm saying? As long as you know in your heart, you've done all that you can do to reach somebody or to reach these youth. 
hey, man, I guess you can you can be at peace with whatever decision you make. Mm. But, you know, you know, but as long as you do that, because like I said, I mean, uh, talking to you earlier, man, we last year we lost two of our youth and it was uh, it was pretty, um, you know, it's pretty, uh, you know, we take it personally because, you know, uh, we feel like the enemy won you now because we, we reach out to them and the streets happened to take their life in a very unfortunate way. And uh, other things were involved, and it's just like, man, you know, and, yeah, and we're just tired of seeing that. Yes, you know, I mean, yes. we're tired of seeing those young kids uh, uh, being lied to, being shown a life that, you know what, that 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 enemy doesn't paint that full picture. It's just half the picture. It doesn't paint the end. You know, it doesn't paint the heartache. You know, it doesn't paint uh, 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 seeing the family members hurt. You know, what I'm saying, and, and in pain because they lost their son. Or their daughter, you know, we lost men and young men and women from the ages of 14 to 15 last year. So it was, uh, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, you know, I, I guess it, it's, it, it doesn't discourage you, but it, it is, you know, you take your time to grieve because you, you develop a relationship with these kids, you know, yes, yes, and yes. some of them have left, they've graduated the program, they're working and boom, just to find out some of the things. So I guess that right there is not letting the enemy win. Don't let the enemy win. Don't give up on these youth. Keep on trucking. Keep on fighting for their souls. Keep on being that that voice. Keep on being that light. Keep on being that that influence in their life for the good. And, and you know, because maybe that's all they need. You know, we don't know where they come from. Some of these kids come from messed up homes, and you know, and and so I guess I can just say that. But Amen. Amen. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the the, the Christian hip hop artist Saint. Paul. All right. Why the name Saint Paul? Ah uh, man, I just. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, you know, I just one day I was like, hey, you know what I mean? I was reading. going to have uh, all the Catholics mad at you right now. <laughs> Come on. Well, oh, Who oh, does right. he think he is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Catholics. Now, nah, I better not say nothing on that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to. Well, I mean, I, I offend somebody. That's fine. I don't care. But yeah, it's your it's your podcast, bro. So <laughs> uh, about a saint, we're sanctified. You know, we're set apart. Amen. You know, amen. Pretty much saint. You know, that's pretty much. What I feel like what it means, you know, just researching it up and, and you know, and, and, the, and the body of Christ are called the saints. You know, what I mean, Amen. Apostle Paul calls Amen. them the saints to the saints. And I just said, hey, you know, what I mean, I really don't. I mean, I guess if you want to change your name. It's cool. I have nothing against that. I just like I don't want to keep my name. You know, what I mean, I just hey, God is like, here's St. Paul. So I'm like, all right, praise God. Far Amen. from a saint. Far from a saint. But I'm just, just set apart, man. Just trying to live my life holy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Amen. Another question I have for you. What inspired you to start doing just rap in general? Was there a moment? Was there a person? What made you? Because I know we all grew up in that era where we were just hip hop was just who part of us. But uh -huh. what, but when was that that defining moment where you were like, I want to rap? Whether it was secular or whether it was hip hop, just in general, like when you were like, man, I I could do this. I want to rap. Um, a few people, excuse me, a few people, um inspired me uh just apart from the gift you know what i mean god has given to me but i i would say I, I was around 10 10 10 years old maybe 10 years old uh waking up in the morning and i seen my oldest brother john uh sitting on the table writing music he's writing something mm. and so i'm like you know i'm like oh what is he doing you know i don't know what he's doing but i kept on seeing him press play and stop praying play and stop and it was actually to uh, uh a song uh what was it dre day song Oh, uh, you know what I mean? So it was the instrumental. So yeah, back yeah. in those days, we couldn't afford beats. You know what I'm saying? We had to go buy the tape and have the instrumental on the other side. You know what I'm saying? So I seen him doing that. I was like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? He's like, oh, I'm writing a song. I'm like, cool. What are you writing a song for? He's like, I'm writing for God. I'm like, cool. So I said, oh, okay. 
You think maybe, you know what I mean? And, and what little did I know, he was writing a verse for me and my other brother and my other sister. We actually had, had a group we were called D2L, hey, Down to Life. You know hey. what I'm saying? And uh, so I started rapping when the first time I rapped, he gave me those lyrics. And the first time I seen him and he gave me those lyrics, boom, I was like, I was hooked. I was hooked, man. I was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. Yeah. And then I, I mean, obviously he encouraged me, but also a group K2S, man. I don't know if you heard of them, but they're, oh, they're so awesome. They're, they're a group called K2S, Key to Salvation. They were an like awesome group. You take, the old school, yeah. Are you going, you're yeah. taking us back to Unity Clan and... Oh, oh you oh, damn so too, bro. T-Bone, oh, Priesthood, you know Gospel so, T-Bone's yeah. early stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's early stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 90s. But, uh, okay, cool. Uh, another thing, um, um, what does your playlist look like right now? What are you listening to? Uh, Christian hip-hop? Who, who's, who's on your playlist? Playlist? Uh, oh, real, real quick, though. Let me shout out my, uh, Frosty, Pastor... Uh, uh, Jason Neville, he, he was a big inspiration. <laughs> he, he was a big inspiration in my life too. Hey, hey now, uh, come no, on. I was younger, got the I still listen to him a couple times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, he, yeah, him, him definitely as well. Um, but uh, my playlist right now, oh man, so my playlist right now, it's uh, man, I kind of I'm listening to uh, uh, Risen. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard, to him. I heard uh, of him. I heard of him. He's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what's up? <laughs> Risen shout definitely. Out to my boy as, Risen, that's my man. Yeah, right shout there. out. Love because, um, you know, um, Risen, definitely Risen. Uh, I like uh, Alan Thomas, you know what I mean? I, li- I like his new stuff, the stuff, his old stuff and his new stuff, you know what I mean? Okay. I've been listening to him a lot. Uh, I like his I like his style, you know what I mean? Uh, Alan Thomas, uh, obviously, uh, Tyler, Sharp Edges. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I've been listening. I can't wait for them to come out, man. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the album to drop, bro, you know what I'm saying? I got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, get, sure. yeah get him on, man. Uh, also, I'm listening to God's Crow, man. That, man, bro. I see. We did. Uh, I don't know if you heard of God's Crow, man, but he's just a wonderful brother in the Lord, man. He's just, man. He inspired. He encourages me, man. I. Amen. We did a show, did a concert, or like more of a youth outreach uh, two weeks ago right there in the City of Paris, man. With the, with Jay, and man, with bro. And them, no? Yeah, so yeah. Jay so, yeah. Jay so was there. Yeah. Shout out to Jay so. Uh, yeah, man. But bro, man, God's Crow blew me away, bro. I, I was just like, damn, bro. Like, even my mom told me, bro. Like last, like the other day, my mom was here. She was like, and she was still talking about him, bro. Like, it's just the anointing, bro. Like, I feel like, I feel like, man, what's going on? I, I, I want to word this right. You know what I'm saying? I want to word this right. But I, I was going to speak with some of my heart. I feel like too many companies or too many people are worried more about the talent. Mm. Like, it's the Talk business side. It. I understand there's a business thing. Yeah, I understand yeah. that completely, man. I understand people got to make their money back. Whatever. I mean, I understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes it's just like, Man, like they're they're chasing the talent, but not chasing the anointing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, bro, like, what good is the talent if God is if God's blessing or anointing ain't on that person's life? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't gonna minister to nobody. I mean, the anointing is what's gonna break the yoke. The anointing is what's gonna establish God's presence. Come on, that's the only way God will work is through His Spirit. And if the Spirit ain't alive and active in your heart, you just on the stage, man, just gripping the mic and just words are falling straight to the ground. And so I think like, come on. And, and when, when when I seen God's crow, bro, I was like, oh man, he, but he tore it up, bro. I was like, man, because that you can, it was just like the anointing, bro. It was just like, man, bro, bro. He was rapping in Spanish, bro. I didn't know what he was saying, bro. I was still like, <laughs> damn, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? It was you don't hard, speak Spanish? Bro. No, no, a little either, bit. So, man, you know, me either. Yeah, so uh, I can say, you know, what I mean, uh, uh, extra queso and all that. You know, what I mean, grande burrito and all that. Oh, chalupa. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. 
but yeah, so man, so he's definitely someone I'm listening to, man. I hoping I'm hoping he uh he drops some more stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually uh, uh working with him on a song. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Hopefully, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, very soon. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he's uh, he's in my stereo, man. I also like this cat named uh, Bazooka, man. He was uh, oh, I seen a couple Bazooka of the disciple. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, man, yeah, he, got, for sure. yeah, he was dope, bro. Yeah. So you know, just things like that. You know, just. And K2S and Frost Tito, and they, they stay posted right there in my in my playlist. So, you know, so yeah, that's that's what I'm listening to right now, man. Hey, man. So the question I like to ask everybody is, uh, if you could pick five guys to rap with, a cipher, five guys, you and four guys or five guys, um, who would you uh, who would you if you could bring them on a stage with you and rock a, and rock a stage for a night, who would it be? Oh, man. Oh, man, bro. I, I just. And I think I'm gonna be. I don't know if I'm biased or whatever you may call it. But I, I'm probably gonna have to go with the same five, man. I just. Ah, okay. I'm not. I'm I'm not, not, I'm not show, really. Yeah, I'm not really. I mean, I don't know, bro. Maybe I need to expand my uh, horizon a little bit as far as music-wise. I mean, I do, but you know, mm-hmm. some things I just don't like. Some things oh, I just definitely, can't. Definitely, definitely. I can't vibe with. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, that'd be an awesome, you know, I mean, thing to do. That you know, I mean, get a cipher with those guys. And mm-hmm. but I tell you what, uh, what I would like to do is get a, you know the group Unspoken. You know, the Christian band Unspoken? No, no. Uh man, they're 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 a Christian band. They're they were popular on ninety one and all the Christian stations. I would like to be on a stage with them, bro. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hey boy, man, that guy that that group is just awesome, man. They they're like you can just feel God's presence, man, when their songs are so uh you know, they just hit home, you know what I mean, for me and my family. But yes, yes. If I can do be on a stage with like a band like that, bro, that'd be definitely cool. unspoken. Yeah, for sure. And man, my so one of my questions to you is is there anything that we can, uh, you can, uh, the the Christian hip hop industry could do better? What can what can we do better? What can the Christian hip hop community do better when it comes to Christian hip hop and uh, music and all that? Uh, I think just uh, just point more to Christ, man. Just or maybe you know continue to point to Christ. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know I'm not one to compromise, man. I'm not going to bow down to the God of this world. I'm not going to compromise. Or lower my standards or what I believe in or who I believe in for nobody. And uh, sometimes I, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, people do that. You know what I'm saying? They they just, they, you know what I mean, they got that soul mentality. They want, they want to please the crowd, man. And, and we have to understand, man, what we do, we do as to, we minister as unto the Lord. Mm. We're, we're, we're his heralds, you know what I'm saying? We speak for the king. And, and, you know, let's continue to do that. Let's continue to raise the standard, especially nowadays, man, with all the lies and, and, uh, and everything, what's going on, man, uh, false teachers and all this stuff, man. Uh, it's just, you know, giving out this false doctrine or false information, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? And, and saying that it's okay to do certain things and really it's not, you know, it's not biblical. And, uh, you know, so just, uh, let's just continue, man, just to, just to lift the name of Jesus higher, man, and raise that standard, man, and show these people who Christ really is and, and what he's really about, man, and how he can change their life for the good and how he can change your life eternally, man, because, in the end, man, when we stand before God, it's just going to be us and God, man. No one else is going to be by us. And uh, mm. we want to be able to say, man, you know what I mean, uh, to hear those words, man, we were faithful. You know what I'm saying? Welcome in. Well done, my good and faithful servant. And that's what that's what we're striving for. Amen. And so as we t- start to take a landing, um, go ahead and just uh, share with us there's any any uh, uh, future, any projects dropping, uh, a full album, anything in the works? Yes. So, um, um Hopefully, my my plan is in Jesus' name is to drop another album by at least September. Okay. And uh, so I wanted to wait one more year. Uh, last year I dropped it I think in August August September. 
uh, my last album. So this year, same thing. Uh, just getting the finances right. Pretty much that's what's holding me up right now. Just make sure I got my finances right. Uh, just saving up towards that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing right now. But the album, man, it's just, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be good, man. I'm excited about it. I got another album, uh, possibly 10, 12 songs. And uh, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I have some features on there. Can you know we, what I'm saying? Uh, are we, we, can we get a, uh, some previews on who might be on it? Oh, uh, man, Risen for sure, man. Uh, we already talked to him. He said, you know what I mean? We're good to go. You know what I'm saying? I talked to Jay Soul. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, he lived so down the street. I'm going to make sure he show up. He yeah, hit him street. up. Say, hey, let him know I sent him that email with the beat, so I'm just waiting on him. Let him know I'm waiting on him. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Jay Soul, definitely uh, Tyler again. So, but this time I want to try to get Sharp Edges, both Tyler and Sister Shy. So, uh, I got a song, like, you no know I mean for that. Uh, and just uh, God's Crow, we're working on one too, me and him. And just uh, 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 another one was Sister Danielle Gonzalez. She's the youth, uh, she's actually the worship leader over here at Ranch Cucamonga Praise Chapel Church. Oh, um, man, her voice is just so awesome. So, I've got two songs I would like to do with her. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of features, but. They're gonna be some good songs, but I believe, uh, I believe I'm I'm called to to to, to encourage the body, man. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Uh, people's been uh, just come out to me, man. Just I mean, not to boast, so just all glory to God. But yeah, I, I feel like that's what God has called me to do to encourage the body of Christ with my music. You know what I'm saying? Amen. To always honor God and give Him glory, but just to encourage the body, man. Cause sometimes we I mean, we need encouragement, like you said, uh -huh. pastors, people, men of God, and, yeah, and the body of Christ. We need encouragement too, man. So. That's what I plan to do with this album, man. I plan just to encourage the body, man, to keep on going, man, to armor up. You know what I'm saying? To armor up and, and keep on fighting, man, because, you know what I mean, the best is yet to come. Amen. Um, I'm also available to do features. I don't do anything, so I just stand there and, yeah. I'm about, <laughs> about to say, you serious, man? We can be, hey, man, I shoot you. I can, I shoot, hey, man, I shoot, give me your email. I'll shoot you some beats, man. I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I don't, I, I tell, it's, it's, I always mess around because uh, my wife, I always tell her, man, babe, you know, I always want to be a rapper. She's like, babe, there's a lot of good things you're good at. And um, that's just not one. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, yo, check this out. And then I'll start, like, messing around like I'm rapping. And even my Come kids on. are like, stop, dad, please, stop, stop. My wife's like, you're an amazing preacher, babe. Uh, you're not a rapper. I go, how do you? Every, I go, some of this stuff is garbage out there. She was like, yeah, Come but on. that's not your straight. <laughs> but anyway. If, Amen. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, they want to get you on a feature, an outreach, a youth night, um, go ahead and if you can just throw out all your social media, your uh, your contact info, so they can um, they can get St. Paul in the house. All right. Well, uh, my uh, Facebook is just Paul Rivas. You know what I mean? Uh, you can reach me there. If you want to reach me on Instagram, it's at St. Paul Music. Uh, music with a Z. At St. Paul Music. Music with a Z. Um, uh, you can uh, reach me at my email, uh, St. Paul uh, 7770 at gmail.com. St. Paul 7770 at gmail.com. And uh, you can catch me there, man, if you guys want. I'm open for any church event. You know what I'm saying? My past, I got the blessing from my pastor. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm good to go. Uh, you know, I, I, whether you want me to minister the word of God, whether you want me to. Uh, like, like do my, uh, some songs or whatever the case may be, man. I just, you know, I mean, or even if you got something going on, man, let me know, man. I, I just want to show up and be ministered to as well, you know. So, amen, amen, amen. And in closing, um, I always like to do this with uh, my with people on the podcast. If uh, this was your last opportunity to share something with whoever's listening, what would be your final message, your final words to to people? Final message is 
to my brothers in Christ, man, to keep looking up, keep your eyes fixed on Christ, keep on uh, fighting every day, keep your relationship strong, prayer life, reading the word, being involved at church, get involved, stay involved, and keep your eyes on Christ, man, because you know what? He's coming back soon and for a bride who's spotless, and, and you know, we want to be caught up in the air with Christ, you know, and just to keep your eyes on God, man, and to all those who who don't know who Christ is, who don't know who God is, man. Just, I just, just plead with you, give him a chance. You know, whoever's out there listening who don't know God on a personal level, man, he loved you so much that he sent his son to die for you, to suffer for you. So that way you can have life and life more abundantly. And so that way, you know what I'm saying? You can be saved. God can start to change your heart, change your mindset. God can give you that purpose and plan that he created you to be. So I would just say something like that, man. Ooh, man, I thought I was the people's preacher. Come on, <laughs> Come on. praise God. Amen. amen. Well, man, I appreciate you, brother. Go ahead and um, go ahead and just keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm blessed. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can um connect at this next uh, event. Uh, I heard amen. that guy Risen might be there. Oh yeah, yeah, well, he February. might be there. I, I let All him right. come. I, I told him he could come through. I said, go, right, you know, sure. go ahead, come through. So come uh, the next event, um, it actually is gonna be on the twenty second of uh this month we're going to be at second adam's ministry i believe okay. risen might be there i'm not too sure but i know he's going to be at one-on-one's release party so hopefully man okay. we can connect there but uh All right. and i yeah, appreciate sure. you i appreciate you sharing your life with me Amen. i appreciate you sharing your testimony with me i know Amen. that god is doing something beautiful there in this in your city in your Amen. church man praise chapel um I just want to say, man, uh, keep doing what you're doing for the Lord, man. God is good, and um, he loves to use a bunch of nobodies Come on. to tell everybody Amen. about somebody. Thank Come you, on. man. Amen. I appreciate you. God bless you. God bless you, brother. Thank you. God bless. Ooh, ooh, man. And if I've said it before, I say it again. God is good. This young man, man, you got you to gotta get a hold of this guy, man. It's St. Paul. M-U-Z-I-C, St. Paul Music on Instagram. You got to get in with him, man. He's a born-again believer. He's a Christian hip-hop artist. He's a huppy. He's a father. He's a friend. He's a servant. You also got to check him out. I believe their ministry meets every Monday night. And, uh, man, uh, they're doing a work for the Lord over there at the Praise Chapel in Cucamonga. I mean, uh, Reno Valley. Sorry about that. But, yeah, man. Go ahead and hit up my boy on Instagram. Well, like I say, man, we're here to tell stories and give God glory. We're here to point people to Jesus and let people know that God is good and that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you so that you could be forgiven for your sins and you could receive the gift of salvation, which is an undeserved gift. But God's grace is poured out to you. Love you. Appreciate everybody who's been listening and supporting. Um... Who knows what God's going to do? Who knows what's next for the Av Podcast? But all I know is we're just going to continue to to highlight those that are doing a work in the Lord. Like I told somebody the other day, I've been asked this question a million and one times. Where do you see the podcast going? What is the end result? What is the goal, Dave? And honestly, I, I said, I don't have a goal. I just want to tell people about Jesus. I want to highlight those that are doing a work for the Lord. I won't put somebody on the podcast that isn't involved in their community. My boy Jay Soul, he's the same way. He said, I won't do music if they're not in the trenches. And um, I, when it comes to um, 
doing the podcast, uh, I want to highlight people that are putting in work, that are doing something for the kingdom, that are reaching the community. You know, like if you want to be an in-the-house rapper, that's fine. You want to be an in-the-house preacher, that's fine. But I want to highlight those that are doing the work for the Lord. So, amen. Like I always say, I'm hungry. I got to go. The kids are just, the kids are over there like sleepy sleep. So that's cool. But um, again, man, thank you, God, uh, for this opportunity. I uh, want to thank St. Paul for just um, allowing me to talk his ear off. And um, till next time, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And remember, in everything you do, let's give God glory. Cuckoo!